0: House Unity by Tris Laura I've heard they've hated each other since they were teenagers, James Potter whispered. The Gryffindors and Slytherins were gathered together at one corner of the Great Hall. While once upon a time, this would have been shocking. Splitting the Potter children between the two houses had done wonders for uniting them as Albus, Lily, and James refused to be separated by something so simple as house lines. Since they were eleven, Lysander's commander said emphatically. Mom adores Professor Longbottom, you know. I think they dated once. Shagged, Lorkin corrected. I'm fairly certain it was shagged during the war. Although there are some stories that say he shagged your mum, Potter. And some stories say your mum shagged my mum. Lily shot back quickly, with a grin. Maybe they were all shagging each other. Albus's comment was matter-of-fact, and he shrugged when everyone looked at him. It was war. People do odd things during war. And you can't tell me, James Potter, that if you had the chance to shag two women at once, you wouldn't take it. Oh, I'd take it, James hastily agreed, ducking when his cousin Rose thwapped him over the head. Lorkin and Lysander nodded enthusiastically as well. Rolls were thrown, but no one saw who started it, only that it ended with a glare from Professor Malfoy. I've actually always thought that they hated each other from birth. Scorpius Malfoy slid into the seat next to Albus. Fingers touched beneath the table in quiet greeting, then slipped away as Scorpius tucked into his meal. Dad and Professor Longbottom came from different worlds, and Dad rather hated everyone back then. Professor Longbottom, your mum and dad... He nodded at the potters. And definitely your mum and dad. Another nod at Rose. But people change, you know. Lily leaned in close, tilting her head against Scorpius's shoulder. I heard. She grinned wickedly. So tell us. Are the rumours true? Have they changed that much? Scorpius kept his expression bland. You'll have to ask the Longbottom twins if you want better details. Nigel told me that he caught them in the kitchen when he came home for a visit unexpectedly one night. But that's his own fault for not getting a flat in London. For myself, well, they occasionally forgot the privacy charms over the summer. He winced. It really rather wasn't what I wanted to hear. On the other hand, they did quite a remarkable job of distracting each other, never really paid much attention to what I was doing, which was brilliant in its own right.' Fingers brushed his under the table, and he bit back a smile. "'Well, I, for one, think it's properly brilliant,' Lily said firmly. "'Professor Longbottom was so sad when Mrs. Longbottom passed on. And Professor Malfoy was a right prick after his divorce. Sorry, Scorp.' "'No, you're quite right. He was. I had to live with the man, remember?' Scorpius motioned with his fork. "'No offence taken.' "'If they've gone and found happiness together—' then I think they ought to celebrate it and not worry about hiding it, Lily finished off. Dare you to tell him that, James said quietly, laughing at the look she gave him. Don't think I won't, James Potter. Lily glared, and James motioned for her to go on. Do it now. With a soft huff, Lily stood, wand out. She summoned a fresh sprig of mistletoe that floated along behind her as she marched up to the head table. Even Headmistress McGonagall's mild stare did not dissuade her. With a gesture, the mistletoe parked itself above the space between Professors Longbottom and Malfoy, who seemed to be studiously ignoring one another. "'Do you have something you wish to say, Miss Potter?' McGonagall asked, dryly. "'Yes,' she nodded once. "'On behalf of the Houses of Slytherin and Gryffindor, we would like to formally state that we think it is positively brilliant—' that the heads of our house have seen fit to put aside childhood differences and find affection and attraction that transcends house lines. They are a perfect example to us all, and we hope they have a brilliant life together. Professor Longbottom's cheeks were brightly flushed. Professor Malfoy's expression was blank, carefully so. Miss Potter, the head of her house, drawled. While I do agree that the current alliance between the houses of Gryffindor and Slytherin is a positive endeavour. Perhaps you might curb your lion-like tendencies and act more like the Slytherin you are. Her grin grew bright. Did I mention that the mistletoe won't leave until you kiss? And that you can't leave either? Professor Malfoy's gaze narrowed. I see. She's right, Professor Longbottom said. If we're encouraging the children to cross house lines, it's the best example if they see that we've done so as well, isn't it? His big hand covered Professor Malfoy's pale, slender fingers. McGonagall hid a smile behind her water goblet, as Professor Malfoy made an inarticulate noise. We're just happy you're happy, Lily said softly. It's an inspiration. Rat, Professor Malfoy murmured. You're so very obviously a pot- Professor Longbottom pulled him around, claiming his mouth before the sentence could finish. The kiss gentled, and Lily fanned herself as she watched the obvious affection and intent. Around them, students and staff cheered. "'Now that's house unity,' Professor Longbottom murmured. Professor Malfoy didn't respond, merely choosing to kiss Professor Longbottom again."